Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. And we have to guard our hearts. Now, there is a lot of entertainment out there, some, I mean, funny movies, but the language can be so bad at times. Oh my goodness, you know, it can be so terrible at times. The news can be a good thing, but also it can be very terrible at times. And you have to know what your tolerance level is. If you're feeling yourself being filled up with negative, you got to cut that off. You got to cut it off because of a negative. If all that negative comes in, it's going to come out. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now here is today's message. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome once again to another Bible study adventure right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. We're going to talk about Jesus once again. Glory to the Lamb of God. I'm excited that you decided to join me. You know, I get so excited about the rich word of God, and I'm excited that you decided to join me. I think I already said that. Well, I am excited, and thank you so much for choosing to be with me once again. Wherever you're watching and however you're watching or listening, we welcome you in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. I'm ready to get started and get back in this once again. Oh, yeah. If you're watching by way of YouTube and if you found um, value in this video, make sure you give us a thumbs up and leave a comment below. That helps us out so greatly. If you're watching by way of pod or listening by way of podcast or one of the other avenues, if you can give us a thumbs up or a like or whatever it is, that will be tremendous. We want others to be able to watch this as well. And you can share it too. It's going to be a great thing. All right. Well, we're going to go into a part two of the series entitled The Parables of Jesus. And we started here on last week on Mark, uh, the fourth chapter, talking about the seed and the sower or the sower and the seed. And uh, we stopped right there, I believe, at verse 13. We're going to back up a little bit and go on from there. So if you have not heard parts uh, number one, the very first one, then go back and do so so you can catch up with us, okay? All right. All right. So I'm not going to uh, read, start reading the entire parable again. Remember, this is Mark, the fourth chapter, uh, verses 1 through 20. This is the first one that we're going to discuss in this series. Uh, but we will actually start... Um, at verse number, I think we'll start at verse number 13 and then we'll go on down. All right. So it says this, Jesus is saying here, and he said unto them, know you not this parable and how then will ye know all parables? Verse 14, the sower soweth the word. Remember, we stopped there last time. This is so wonderful. The sower soweth the word, verse 15, and these are they by the wayside where the word is sown, but when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. We stopped there on last time. Remember, Jesus is giving us uh, this parable. And a parable is a uh, it's an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. And I really love this first parable that we're going to talk about uh, in this series because again, it's the parable of parables, in my opinion. It really shows us how we're going to operate in this earth and, and shows us eternal rewards as well. 
it shows us the warfare between the kingdoms and it shows us how to identify with our heavenly father, with our heavenly home. It tells us in this chapter, it also tells us how we can be overcomers in this life. And let me tell you now, you can overcome sickness, you can overcome poverty, uh, you can overcome the pitfalls of life by simply following the instructions of the Lord, by getting in his word and allowing his word to get in you. I'm excited. Let's look at this. So if you haven't read uh, verse one all the way to this point, go back and do that uh, and catch up with us. Okay. All right. So the Lord is beginning to explain this parable that he just gave us uh, about the sower and the seed. And one as the sower goes out broadcasting his seed, the Lord Jesus says some of that seed will go, will land on the wayside. Some of that seed lands on the wayside. And this is where the fowls of the earth, or rather the, the birds, this is where they go and they go and devour the seed. Well, the Lord Jesus decodes that for us. And he tells us that the, the fowl of the air is actually the devil. And the, the ground that the seed is falling into is not so much the earth, but it's the heart of man. It's when Jesus, Jesus is the one that is sowing the word. He is giving the word of God. Now, remember, Whenever you have a problem, whenever there's a situation in your life, when you pray for an answer, most of the time the Father will give you your answer in seed form. Uh, this word that will go will come and it will penetrate your heart if you would allow it to. And it's going to bring forth fruit that will bless your life. You know, uh, this is a very, very common saying that says, if you, if a man, no, no, yeah, if you feed a man a fish, you feed him for a day. But if you teach him how to fish, you'll feed him for a lifetime. And that's what our father wants to do. We're praying for different things and he wants to show you not how, uh, he wants to show you or give you an answer, not that will just uh, solve the problem at the moment, but will solve the problem in the future and will also solve the problems of others that are around you. He's trying to give you an answer that's going to help you and your neighbors if we allow him to. Okay. So the Lord gives us this great parable here or this great example. And he tells us again, verse 15, and these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard Satan cometh immediately. When people hear the word of the kingdom, the enemy is present and he comes immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. Now that's terrifying. Think about this for a moment. Now let's say there are a group of people standing around and Jesus, if we, let's look at it right there in the, in the context of the, of, the, of the parable, Jesus is giving the word. He is sowing the word, trying to sow the word of life to everybody who would listen. Well, there are some people that are standing on the fringe edges, whether they're on the outside or whether they're standing right in front of them, standing right in front of the, him. Uh, they hear the word, but they really don't want to hear it. You know, they they hear what Jesus is teaching. They hear the pastor. They hear the, the preaching and they're just there for the other benefits that come along with it. They don't really want to do what the Lord says and be changed. Well, for those individuals, the Bible says that Satan is standing around there 
and he's waiting to catch away the seed that was sown in their hearts. Grab a hold of that. The Bible says again, Satan cometh immediately after that word is, has been spoken, after the word has been released, Satan comes immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. Here's a frightening thing that the devil has access to the hearts of those whose heart is not toward the Lord. The devil has access to hearts. If he can take something out of a heart, don't you think he can also put something into the heart? Well, this is why the Bible tells us in the book of Proverbs, and let's look at this, Proverbs 4, verse 20 through 24. This is exciting. We're going to go on from here. Uh, so in this uh, entire message today, we're going to talk about the heart and guarding the heart and the importance of doing so. Because again, the Lord can sow a seed that will change your life. He can give you a word that will change your life if you receive it. At the same token, the devil, Satan, can sow a seed in your heart that will also change your life, but it will be for the worse. Look at Proverbs 4. Let's get some wisdom here. Proverbs 4, verse 20 through 24. And it says this, my child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart. Now, I love that. Let the word of God penetrate deeply into your heart. Now, going back to that example there in the book of Mark, when the word came to those that were on the wayside, uh, the word just bounced off of them. They did not allow the word of God to penetrate deeply into their hearts. It simply landed on the surface where the devil could have access to it. So that tells me again, if the word of God is deeply within your heart, the devil does not have access to it. He only has access to a word that has not penetrated deeply. You hear me? Let's go on. It says here again in verse 21, don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart for they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. Now grab a hold of that. This is why the devil wanted that word that was sown. Because the word of God is power. He understands this word is power. He understands this word will bring life and it will bring healing. And so where, where humans, uh, many will disregard the word and see it as that uh, it's not valuable. Satan knows the value of the word of God and he will come and devour that word. Not only will he devour it, but I believe it will also leave you with something too, leave you with a word that is counterproductive uh, to what God is saying. So the Bible says that the word of God is life. The Bible says, for they are life to those who find them. The word of God is life. What we're talking about right now, we're talking about the word of God. So life is actually flowing to you right now. If you're receiving this word deeply, if you're allowing it to penetrate your heart, let me tell you now prophetically, and this is, you know, this is so true, that this word is bringing life to all of your flesh. Let's take that in right now. The Bible says it brings life to those who find him and, and, and healing to their whole body. So let's just take that healing in right now. Let's take that life in right now. I'm not sure where you are, what you're doing, if you're at home or maybe you're in the hospital, if you're riding down the subway, whatever's going on, wherever you are, let's just receive life from God's rich word. 
There's life flowing to you right now and health and medicine flowing to you right now by the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit of God is right here. He's right where you are, ministering life to you, ministering health to you, healing to you as the Word of God goes forth. So I declare the decree, peace be unto you, healing and deliverance in the mighty name of Jesus. We are authorized to do that, hallelujah, as ambassadors uh, of the kingdom of God. Let's read on a little bit further here. It says in verse number 23, I love this. It says, guard your heart. Here's your official warning. He says, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Avoid all perverse talk. Stay away from corrupt speech. So the word of God says we got to guard our heart. Now we see why, don't we? Remember, the devil has access to hearts that don't allow the word of God to penetrate. And if the enemy can take something away, he can surely put something in. Now, there is one way that the enemy can uh, take a word out of your heart. Think about this for a moment. And some of you may be able to relate to this. Some of you that may be a little bit older or maybe younger, <laughs> maybe you can relate to this. Have you ever gone into a room and you walked into the, to that room, but as soon as you cross the threshold, you forgot what you came in there for. You said, why did I come in here again? Why did I come in here again? Or maybe you came and you were going to tell something to someone there was something exciting or something happened and they began to talk. And no sooner as they began to talk and they finished, they say, well, what did you want? You say, well, um, uh, I can't remember what I was going to say. Well, what happened there in both those cases? A stronger thought or a stronger message came and pushed out the old one. So maybe you're going to that room to find something, but then you saw something else that was, oh, wow, I didn't know I, I lost that. There it is. Well, that thought pushed out the other thought. You know, the conversation you had with a friend was so intoxicating or was so important that it pushed out the other thought. One way to get a word to you or rather to take a word from you is to push one thought out by a greater thought, you know, by a perceived greater thought. Maybe you're feeling really wonderful in the morning uh, before you leave your house. And I mean, you have the word of God on your mind and you're feeling at peace and at rest. But then you get a phone call. Right. There are other words on the other end of that that begin to push out these others if we allow it to. But if the word of God is deep within us, if it has penetrated deeply into our hearts, it won't be soon forgotten at all. You can't push out. You can't push out a word that is deeply rooted in you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, this is so good. This is so good. So it says in verse number 23 again, it says, guard your heart. The word of God says, guard your heart above all else. For it determines the course of your life. What goes into you will determine what comes out of you. And we'll see that. Verse 24, avoid all perverse talk. Uh, stay away from corrupt, com, uh, corrupt speech or communication. Stay away from it. What's happening? All those are negative words. Stay away from those negative words. Why? Because that old negative Nelly can speak words that if you allow it to, can get into the heart that will change the direction of your life. Someone that is really pessimistic and, oh, there's always doom and gloom and, oh, this is happening and, oh, that's happening. Oh, oh, oh. you keep listening to that and that those words can infect you. It can infect your faith. 
I'm telling you. So the Lord says, watch out for it. Guard your heart. So you have to participate in the guarding of your heart. This is not something that that the father's going to do. You have to guard your heart. That is, you have to guard what you're listening to. No, I'm not listening to that anymore or, or guard even what you see, because these things come into your heart. But remember, uh, it is the ear gate uh, that you have to guard the eyes, what we see. But it's also your mouth. Guard what you say, because what comes out also determines what goes in and vice versa. Many times. Let's look at Matthew. Matthew 12. How about that? Matthew 12, verse 34 through 37. And it says this. I love this. The Lord talking to uh, these nasty Pharisees, Sadducees, these religious leaders, and he's telling them some, giving them, them some instruction. Let's look at this in verse 20, verse 34. So again, this is Matthew 12, verse 34. And it says, O generation of vipers, how can ye being evil speak good things? Listen, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Look at verse 35. A good man out of the good treasure of the of the heart bringeth forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. Verse 37, for by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Notice again, the Lord said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if we're not guarding our hearts, corrupt things can get in. And if corrupt things get in, corrupt things are also going to get out. And you, we will be judged by those words that come out. That's why the Lord says, guard your heart. Remember, if the enemy can put, if he can take something out, he can also put something in. So guard your heart. Now the Lord goes more directly to that. Uh, Let's look at this as well. In Matthew 15, Matthew 15, let's look at verses 18, 19, and 20. As the Lord Jesus speaks about that heart mouth relationship once again. He says here, verse 18, But those things which proceed out of the mouth cometh from the heart and they defile the man for out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, uh, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man, but to eat with unwashing hands defile not a man. So the Lord breaks it down even further there. He tells them that uh, it's important again that you guard your heart because murder and evil thoughts come from in the heart. And that stuff that's in the heart will eventually come out of the heart. And what comes out of the heart are the things that are going to defile us. So the key is don't let it get in the heart in the first place. All right. And we do that by guarding the heart. Now, we were talking about, again, um, uh, Mark, the fourth chapter. In Mark, the fourth chapter, we see how Satan has access to a heart. And he has access to a heart where the seed is not sown successfully there, where it's just thrown to the side. If the enemy has access to, to take something away, 
then he also has access to add something. And if he adds to a heart, it's going to be bad things. And if bad things get in the heart, it's also going to come out of the mouth, which is going to change the direction of your life. Let's look at one more. Uh, let's go back. Rather, let's go back to Mark, the uh, fourth chapter now, Mark, fourth chapter. And we're going to begin. So we're going to we're going to begin on this little bit here. Uh, but we're going to go further on the next time because we're getting, getting ready to close um, today for this session of it. I don't want to give too much. But the thing that I do want us to emphasize is that how, again, the enemy has access to heart and we have to guard our hearts. Now, there is a lot of entertainment out there, some I mean, funny movies, but the language can be so bad at times. Oh, my goodness. You know, it can be so terrible at times. The news can be a good thing, but also it can be very terrible at times. And you have to know what your tolerance level is. If you're feeling yourself being filled up with negative, you got to cut that off. You got to cut it off because of a negative. If all that negative comes in, it's going to come out. And even if you don't speak negatively, eventually it will show up in your body. And, you know, the negative will produce worry and fear and frustration and aggravation. And it will produce high blood pressure. It will produce a myriad of bad things in your body. Even if you don't say it, it's still there in the heart and it is changing you from the inside out. Eventually it will come out. Yes, but it changes you. Negative changes you. This is why we have to keep the word of God and put that word in the heart. We have to meditate on his word and speak it daily. Because remember, the word of God is life. It is healing. It is deliverance to us. And having that word shapes our entire destiny. Let's go back to Mark just for a moment, and we're going to take up here on next time. This is thrilling. Mark, the fourth chapter. Let's, let's look at two verses here as the Lord talks about the, the next condition of the heart of reasons why his word did not penetrate. Let's see why these hearts did not uh, receive the word of God here. Look at verse 16, and it says here, Mark 4, verse 16. We'll, we'll read 16 and 17, and it says, and these are they, likewise, which are sown on stony ground, who, when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness and have no root in themselves, and so endure but for a time. Afterwards, when persecution, rather when affliction or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. We're going to take up their own next time. People being offended by the seed that is sown in their hearts. At first, it's fine. But something happens afterwards that causes them now to reject the word of life that has been given unto them. We're going to talk about that on the next time. Hallelujah. This is great. All right. So don't forget to join me on next week. Oh. I know, I know, I know. Don't forget to join me on next week. We're going to have a great time. And uh, go to my website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can find today's message and the entire series. If you're on the Roku, check us out. Find our channel. Find the Kingdom Rock channel. That's Kingdom Rock TV. Or you can also find Kingdom Rock Network. Either those or both of those will be a rich blessing unto you. Find us on podcasts as well, and we'd be so glad to have you.
All right, until next time, remember Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today, only he can make a way. We will see you on the next time. All right, bye-bye. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.